Imagine walking through a Christmas wonderland the size of five and a half football fields. Miles and miles of garland, thousands of Christmas ornaments, millions of Christmas lights, countless nativity scenes, outdoor Christmas decor galore. Bronner's Christmas Wonderland in Frankenmuth, Michigan, unashamedly and very boldly, keeps Christ at the center of their Christmas. Hear the Bronner story and how this faithful family continues to minister to millions on this Action and Ministry. Inspiring you to be the hands. Empowering you to be the feet. Strengthening you to be the heart of Christ for others. Action. Action. Action in ministry. Hi, I'm Rachel Legute, and this is Action in Ministry. The late Wally Bronner was a businessman and entrepreneur even as a child. It was in his blood, and Christmas was always a big deal in his German family. In 1945, he opened a sign business that led to a specialty Christmas shop. The store was so popular, it grew over the years to be the biggest Christmas store in the world. But Wally Bronner wasn't only known for Christmas. He was known for keeping Christ at the center of all things. He passed the same love of Christmas and Jesus down to his children, who now own and operate Bronner's Christmas Wonderland in Frankenmuth, Michigan. His oldest son, Wayne, joins us today. He's the current president and CEO of Bronner's. In addition to his role there, he's been active in his community and church, and he has a background professionally with Michigan's Department of Natural Resources. Wayne, it's so great to have you here with us today. It's nice to be part of it. Well, Wally Bronner was your dad. He was known by so many people around the world for his love of Christmas and this mega store he built in Frankenmuth. What was it like growing up in the Bronner family? Well, Christmas was always a special time of year for us. Was it just at Christmas time or was it all year round? Yeah, Christmas all year round. <laughs> but the, Wally's story, actually, the Bronners came over from Germany and they were masons, stonemasons. And Wally did that as a teenager long enough to know that that was not what he wanted to do. He wanted to be an artist. So he he turned into a sign painting business. And from the sign painting business, it evolved into a Christmas decorations. And we're now one of the, the world's largest Christmas store. Oh, my goodness. What are some of your fondest memories of Christmas as a child with your family? Oh, the snow. My father pushing us in a sled outside. So it's just a typical American family. Very nice experience. I would imagine in Frankenmuth, you saw a lot of snow at Christmas time. (laughs) We generally have a white Christmas at Christmas time. (laughs) Well, I'm really hoping for one down in St. Louis where I live this year for sure. What do you remember most about your dad growing up? He was really a a people person. He enjoyed people. Yeah, Yeah, very much so. So it didn't matter what his role in life was, what anyone's role in life was. He just enjoyed communicating with people. And he had a fantastic memory. Mm-hmm. He would remember somebody from 10, 15 years ago. So it was just like a like a hard drive and installed in his brain. He huh. was just fantastic with recalling people's names and their professions and so forth, where they were from. Unbelievable. I bet that really served him in his life running the store at Bronner's Christmas Wonderland, making sure that he knew the people who were coming through the store and parts of their family and stories. That's very true, yes. He would walk through the store quite frequently 
and uh, come up on somebody and say, you're so-and-so from such and such a state and uh, such and such a city, and they have so many light poles because you <laughs> sell decorations there. <laughs> well, I've never been to the store, and believe me, I would love to see it. I love Christmas, and I'm getting excited just thinking about it. If I were to walk through the door, what would I see? What people are going to see are just an unbelievable assortment of Christmas decorations and many, many Christmas lights, millions of Christmas lights. So it's just really a Christmas wonderland. Magical. It might be many degrees and humidity to match, and people are in their tank tops and their shorts and so forth, and they come in and before you know it, they're humming Christmas carols and throwing their baskets with goodies. <laughs> well, there's a chapel that sits outside of the store. What's the significance of that? Bronner's is located on, uh, on a Y, so to speak. We're located in the fork of the Y. And right at the apex of the Y, there was a special spot there. We've had lots of people inquire. They would like to build a gas station there or a fast food place and so forth. It'd be a great location for that. But my father, Wally, always said, we're going to save that for something special. He didn't know what it was at the time. But on one of his European adventures, one of his European buying trips, I should say, he encountered the, the Silent Night Memorial Chapel, and that was in Oberdorf, Austria. It was built on the site that Silent Night was sung for the very first time way, way back in the 1800s. Mm-hmm. So he, he said, that's what we should build there, a replica of the Silent Night Memorial Chapel. So he got permission from the Austrian government, from the people in Oberndorf, and we built in 1992 the Silent Night Memorial Chapel. Oh man, I would love to see that. <laughs> There's nothing sold there strictly for remembrance about what Christmas is truly about. Mm. How beautiful. On Action and Ministry, we like to hear how people are using their passions to reach their community. For the Bronners, we know that that passion is Christmas all year. How does Bronners keep Christ in Christmas? Well, we start out with with capitalizing Christ in the Christmas. So it's C-H-R-A-S-T in caps and then M-A-S is lowercase, and people that come to our store, they know what we're going to represent. They're going to see lots of nativities and so forth outside, so we don't try to force it down Christianity down anybody's throat. It's just a matter of displaying what we truly believe in. Have you seen people come into the store and be impacted by this over the years? They have been, yeah, and we, in fact, we include a Christian tract in every piece of outgoing mail and every every package that we ship out also, and our catalog and internet department, they ship out four to 5,000 packages every day. Mm. So it's just a wonderful gift. And we're so honored that we're able to share the message of Jesus Christ with so many people. You'd think that you might see some pushback in a business against something so blatantly Christ-centered. Have you guys ever come into that along the way in your business? Very rarely. Yeah, we, we get probably out of a thousand compliments on uh, professing our Christianity, we give maybe two compliments or two, two uh, people voicing their objection to it. So very much in the minority, we just kind of ignore it. What have been some of your biggest victories throughout the years? The store started small, but now it's the biggest Christmas store in the world. <laughs> well, we started out way uptown, not in our current location, and it was a smaller business at the time. And we've just gradually grown through the years. So we were in three locations uptown, and we consolidated. We moved down in 1977 to our current location, and we have 45 acres. Wally didn't want to buy 45 acres at that time. 
but it turns out that it was one of the best things available to us. So now it's a, a godsend that we have 45 acres. And 45 a, acres is a huge yeah. spot of land. Yes, it is. Yeah, very much so. What kind of challenges do you run into? It can't just be like Christmas cookies and hot cocoa every day, can it? Well, the biggest challenge is uh, quite rewarding. Actually, we go to the markets and we replace probably a third of our products every year. So it's always a challenge. And it's an exciting challenge because we get rid of the old stuff and buy the new stuff. What is it that keeps you going day in and day out in your business and in your ministry? I think it's the, the feeling of Christmas. When you get right down to it, there's nothing negative about Christmas. It's about the birth of Jesus Christ. And it's a positive time of year, time to celebrate with your family and your friends, your relatives and so forth. So there's nearly nothing negative about Christmas and people enjoy it 361 days a year at Bronner's. <laughs> 361. We're lazy. We have four days off. <laughs> Do you take them off at Christmas? And we are closed on Christmas and we're closed on New Year's Day. We're closed on Thanksgiving and we're closed on Easter. Okay. Just one day at each of those holidays. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Yeah. And I were open. Well, I would like to say, except during the leap year, we we're open 362 days a year. <laughs> a little less lazy in that year. Right. <laughs> what do you see as the future of Bronner's? That probably to keep everything the same as it has been. Yeah. So it's a challenge in this day, this environment and so forth. But uh, keeping things the same, that's the winning formula for Bronner's. Has Bronner's been a place where people come generation after generation, where kids come to get their first ornament and then they bring their kids to get their first ornament? Do you see uh, a legacy like that there? Very much so, yeah. My father would say he knew people as a, a child and they turn into a father and now they're a grandfather and they bring their children up to see Bronner's Christmas Wonderland. Well, Wayne, your parents passed on the love of Christmas and the love of Jesus to you and how to live that out in your day-to-day -day life. Is that something that you see going down throughout your family as well? Is that something you've passed on to your children? Yes, we, uh, we're blessed with two children. We have two sons, actually, Dietrich and Garrett, and now we have a granddaughter also. So they are all dedicated Christians, and we're very appreciative of that fact. Well, your dad had an interest in creating, selling, being around people, and he just kept going. Now you and your generation are carrying that on with the skills you've developed and gifts you've been given. Your family has had a tremendous opportunity to point people to Christ. And I'm wondering what you would say to others who have the same desire, somebody who wants to be bold in their faith and do something big. What type of wisdom would you share or advice would you give? I'll never forget that Jesus is your partner. So whatever success you're going to have, you'll owe it to him because everything is just on temporary loan down here on earth. And uh, we have the final reward of going to heaven. And that's what we're striving for. Well, Wayne, it's been so fun listening and learning a little bit more about your Christmas store. And I truly hope to one day be able to put my eyes on all of those Christmas lights and ornaments inside of your walls. Thanks for joining us today. My pleasure. Psalm 145 verse 4 tells us that one generation shall commend your works to another and shall declare your mighty acts. Wally Bronner's parents trained up their children to know Jesus and celebrate the gift he is for us. And Wayne, 
was a product of Wally and Irene's faithfulness in teaching their children, the next generation, who now carries on the legacy of faith and proclamation of the gospel through the joy of Christmas. Our faithfulness and obedience to God's call in our life is not just about us. It's about our children and our children's children. One generation declaring God's mighty acts can change the world. How will you be faithful in proclaiming Christ to your children? And how might God use you to be bold in announcing the Savior to the world? That's Action and Ministry. I'm Rachel Legute. Thanks for listening, and be sure to subscribe to this podcast.